Well, we're a part of the brave new world of Noah and his sons. And as we look around this planet, we find that there is no remnant of mankind that can be verified that predates the world that perished in the Genesis flood. What I mean is this. There's no remaining building of any civilization. There's no pottery. There's no fragment. There's no tool. There's no giant living tree. There's no ancient fragment of writing. There's nothing on the planet that's older than 4,600 years. And that's, that's from the scientists. Because... Listen to this. All scientific study leads to the conclusion that something wiped out surface life on this planet about 5,000 years ago. Ten, they say, but five, probably. We live in this brave new world that was founded by Noah after the world that perished in the Genesis flood. And in this world, it is well known that the oldest living things on the earth are trees. Trees. Many of the giant sequoia trees that populate our west coast of our country, are known to be over 3,000 years old. And except for an unusual catastrophe, these trees are immune to disease. That's why if you want to you know, spend a lot of money, you make something out of redwood because they don't easily get eaten by termites. And, and those trees, when they're standing, unless they're struck by lightning or a forest fire, destroys their, their living layer of, of bark they will live indefinitely. They are, among living things on earth, immortal appearing. Note the following interesting observation. And I'm reading from uh, an article from Science Magazine. It says, The most intriguing and unanswered question regarding the longevity of conifers has to do with the Sequoia gigantea trees, which is some way of saying the Sequoia giants. I don't know why they always have to talk in Latin for us, because we don't understand Latin, but they always do in scientific journals which some believe may enjoy perpetual life, this scientist by the name of Edmund Schulman says. In the absence of any gross destruction, they appear immune to all predators. And this is what his article said in Science Magazine. Does that mean that shortly preceding 4,000 years ago, and then he puts this little aside, and if John Muir, remember the original uh, uh, naturalist John Muir who protected the stands of trees, if his count of rings was correct, then shortly preceding 4,000 years ago, all the living sequoias were wiped out by a catastrophe. Now, this scientist doesn't tell us what the catastrophe was. What's interesting is when you get to Yellowstone National Park, you see, you see the sequoias that used to be on this planet. They're bigger and they're more numerous than we can even imagine those redwood trees are jammed through solid rock, and they're vertically through hundreds of horizontal layers of sediment. And they're standing with the sediment uh, millions of years, I might add, if you're an evolutionary person. Millions of years of sediment are holding up giant sequoia trees. Now, I ask you, how'd that thing last for millions of years standing up? Of course, we know it's the flood. They don't. But could it be that God has left a marker that points to the world that perished in the Genesis flood? Could it be because there's no living member of the nearly immortal sequoia trees that dates past the flood of Noah? Could it be that all living things merely date back to the brave new world of Noah and his sons? Is that a marker from God? Consider the advance in the study of ancient trees. All findings that come out, even this decade only further the proof of a recently settled brave new world. 
the Dendrochronological Laboratory, that means a place they study the age of trees, in Arizona, at the University of Arizona, recently discovered a stand of trees that were actually older than the sequoias. And, of course, these trees are in the White Mountains of California, and they're a group of trees called bristlecone pines. Now listen to what the University of Arizona says, also not known to be a real Institute of Creation Research advocate. You know, Listen to what they say. Only recently have we learned that certain stunted pine trees of arid highlands, not the mammoth trees of rainy forests, may now be called the oldest living things on earth. They cut boring into these delicate ancient trees, and they did core samples. And through microscopic study of growth rings that they bored in, it revealed to these scientists at the University of Arizona that a bristlecone pine tree that was found last summer surpasses the oldest known sequoia by centuries. Why? This little tree hugging the side of a mountain at 10,000 feet elevation was found to be 4,600 rings old. I mean, they bored in. It's just, it's not very big. And it has 4,600 concentric growth rings. Here's the conclusion. Many of the neighbors of this bristlecone pine were found to be nearly as old. We have now, the scientists said, dated 17 bristlecone pines older than 4,000 years. But none on earth older than 4,600 years. That begs the question, what happened 5,000 years ago that wiped out these immortal, no known adversary living things that endlessly live unless they're burned or, I might add, flooded out? So now think with me. Since these bristle cones, as well as sequoias and other ancient trees, are still living, it is pertinent to ask why the oldest living things apparently had time to develop only one generation since they acquired their present stand. There is no record of a tree or anything being older than the reasonable date for the flood of Noah. Only God's brave new world records the dawn of God's fresh start for mankind. And the only accurate historical record you can find of the past, you're holding in your hands tonight. Only one. 